The SpeedCafe.com podcast is brought to you by Morris, the official finance partner of Speed Cafe. Speed! 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 Speed Cafe! Speedcafe.com. Your daily racing fix. Check it out. Speed Cafe. Yeah. Hi there, race fans. I'm Mark Fogarty, and this is the Speed Cafe podcast. A change from the advertised interview, it's Supercar's broadcast boss, David Tunnicliffe, not Mark Luckham. Lucko has been busy with a bushfire threat to his property. But don't worry, the Luckometer, his popular ratings and rankings of the Bathurst 1000 field, will be a feature of our special pre-Bathurst show on Wednesday. So my guest this time is Larko's boss, David Tunnicliffe, Supercar's head of broadcast. Tunners oversees the coverage on Fox Sports and 7, which is produced by Supercars. Ahead of what will be the biggest Bathurst broadcast ever, celebrating the 60th anniversary of the great race, Tunnicliffe faces up to criticism of the coverage by hardcore fans. He also addresses the commentary, which Roland Dane, among others, has pointedly condemned. David Tunnicliffe, welcome to the Speed Cafe podcast. Well, coming up. Thanks for having me. Yeah, well, thank you for talking to us. The Repco Bathurst 1000 is next week. And in Australian sports broadcasting, it doesn't get much bigger, does it? No, it doesn't get much bigger. And I can tell you, it's probably the most excited I am all year when you do jobs like we do. You want the big events, you want to be in the public eye, and this one is exactly that. It's the biggest event of the lot, and it's one of those, you know, I would say it's the the race that stops the nation. Well, it's certainly the other one that stops the nation. There is another one. Um, but, yeah, so, Tunners, you're the boss of the Bathurst broadcast. It's a big year, a big event. How big is this show going to be? Well, look... We start planning each Bathurst broadcast pretty much the moment we finish the last one. Um, I was just talking to somebody about this yesterday and that one of the great advantages we have is the track at Bathurst. We all know it. We all know it so well. If you look back over the decades from when those who did the broadcast before me, you know, set a magnificent platform for what we operate on now, a lot of the shots and, and, and views haven't changed. That's because they are the best ones to really give the people at home a real great view and and, an understanding of how magnificent the track is that said we're always looking to improve um, to look for new angles to look for new ways of really telling people the story of the track be it the elevation changes or quite how blind corners are or quite how tricky the camera on the road is so we're always looking at the at the track and, and placing different cameras or different styles of cameras in different locations so this year it's no different um we have a couple of cameras up our sleeves, uh, which hopefully will give people a new view of certain parts. We're also looking at technology, which gives us the ability to give super slow-mos all over the track to uh, really show how car behavior is. And, and you know, if you look back over the years of those famous laps of Brock and even McLaughlin and those cars across the top in the shootout, where you see them lifting a wheel 
or dropping wheels in the dirt, being able to see that in super slow motion anywhere on the track is, is a cool initiative that we're looking to do. So it's a big event uh, in terms of our personnel. You know, we have a small uh, full-time team here at Supercars that work within the Supercars media department. But when we get to Bathurst, it, it, it swells incredibly. Uh, I'm yet to do the full headcount and give you an idea of the 2022 numbers. We had close to 250 people working on it just, just due to the size of, as you said, the, both the broadcast and the track. Um, but within that group of, of, you know, a couple of hundred people, it's all regular supercars workers. Uh, we've got a huge crew of uh, of regulars. It's the supercars media family. It's people who've been doing uh, Bathurst for way, way longer than me. People who've been doing it for decades. I think I think I'm right in saying that Ian O'Brien, our head cameraman, uh, Fish, as many people know him, because he's actually an Olympic gold medal uh, gold medalist in swimming. Uh, I, I think this may be his 50th Bathurst, which is quite an achievement. Um, if not 50th, it's very close, and I apologise to him if I've got that wrong. But a huge crew, very experienced crew, uh, and a very big broadcast of, across four days on Fox Sports and, and three days on the Seven Network. It is, as you're alluding to, an amazing legacy the Sunday telecast, at least, of the Bathurst 1000 has been, well, it's storied in TV coverage, TV sports coverage, and most of us, or many of us anyway, grew up with it. So you have a lot to live up to. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, and that's not lost on anybody. Um, I think it's one of the things we really value and re we really enjoy doing. It, it's, it's not a new event. You know, we've got a lot of history both on the track and on the track. And in terms of how it's being presented, we're constantly looking at how we can keep engaging viewers, how we can tell this story, how we can, you know, you know, nod our heads and show respect to those who've gone before us in both the TV world and the driving world. This year's a, a great year to be celebrating landmarks uh, and really uh, showing respect to, to the names who have made the mountain what it is. Um, and even, yeah, we do a, a production manual in TV. It's basically the booklet which contains all the information you need if you're working there. And, and uh, I write a note, welcome note to all the crew. Um, and I paid particular attention to that this year because as we celebrate all the famous names who've uh, gained accolades over the year on the track, I wanted to do the same for those people who have done it in a TV point of view, both behind the scenes and on camera or their voices in the commentary box. You know, this it's one of the great things about this race is that we do have household names who aren't just the drivers, because as you say, it's an Australian institution uh, uh, and the names, the voices, the faces of drivers and TV personalities who've brought that into people's homes uh, are just entrenched in, in, in TV memories. And I imagine that this being the 60th anniversary of the Bathurst Enduro Race, be it the Bathurst 500 or the Bathurst 1000, retrospective is going to be a very big part of this coverage. Absolutely. Absolutely. We we are celebrating everything that has happened before at the Great Race. Um, 
Yeah, if there's one thing that Bathurst always delivers, it's stories, and those stories have been told over the decades and will continue to tell them. It's one of the great things about this race is, is the legacies and the stories and the legends that, that make it so important, make it so special for everybody. And, yeah, we'll be celebrating those stories, those people throughout the broadcast and in the, the, the lead-up to, to the great race because everybody's got a Bathurst story, whether it's yourself, folks, as a journalist, whether it's a driver, whether it's somebody in, in pit lane, whether it's somebody camping at the top of the hill. Everybody's got a Bathurst story, and we, we always love to reminisce about stories and, you know, for us, celebrating those stories of the drivers who've had great success at the mountain is something we, we will be doing this year. Yes, well... Thank you for bringing out the point that I may have been going to the Bathurst 1000 for a long time. <laughs> uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> I've certainly watched most of them, and I've been to been to most of them since uh, what was it 1975? I think. Yeah. So. Wow. Lots of memories. Yes. Wow. You say. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, it is. It's an incredible event. And it's an incredible broadcast that I remember the black and white days of getting up as a kid and watching it on Channel 7 in 1969. I, I may have even seen it earlier, but 69 is the one I remember. And yeah. it's been, it's been a, a sports broadcasting institution, at least ever since. And, well, you've got to say, David, it's it's top six. You know, it's up there with the... Footy Grand Finals, the Melbourne Cup, the Australian Grand Prix, the Australian Open. For you as the head of broadcast, that, that's got to be a big responsibility. Well, it is. It's a massive responsibility. Um, but it's also a massive honour. Um, you know, there's not many people who get to, to work on events of such magnitude. You know, you, you mentioned those other events like an AFL Grand Final, you know, an Australian... Formula One Grand Prix, you know, those, those sorts of things, as you say, top six. But, you know, we know, uh, you'll know as well as I do, that when, when Bathurst rolls around, it's just it's not just Australia that watches the race. You know, this is a global motorsport fixture in the calendar for any fans of motorsport and even motorsport competitors around the world who may have raced at the Nürburgring, at Monaco, at Silverstone, yeah, Bathurst is on the bucket list for almost every person who's driven a race car competitively. So it's not just Australia that that really you know loves this race. It's it's everybody across the world with an interest in motorsport, and and we get messages from from all over the world. You know, we see where people are tuning in from all over the world, and it's it, it really is an honour. Yes, it's it's a it's a there's a lot of pressure, but that's why we do the job. We love that part of the job. You know, we want to be working on the biggest races of them all. You know, we're no different to, to the drivers taking part. You want to race at the biggest races of them all. You want to do the TV of the biggest races of them all. They're the best ones to do. Um, so we, we, you know, we, we take that pressure and we, we, we thrive on it. It's, it's, it's the big one. There's no doubt, you know, we love every race that we do. But as you well know, driving into Bathurst, there's something special about the place. Uh, whether you're, you know, you're working in one of the catering stands, whether you're working in TV, whether you're driving a car, that place feels special. And uh, like I say, on, on top of the pressure, I think the biggest feeling I have of working at Bathurst is the honour I have to be doing this, given those who've done it before and those who will do it after me. It's one of the great events in TV to work on. 
Well, indeed, supercars broadcasts have a reputation for being world-class. So you've been in the job a little while now. You took over from Nathan Prendergast, who set a high standard. Let's look ahead next year and beyond. What are you planning? How do you make it better? Well, it's not even just next year and beyond, to be honest, folks. You know, every round we do, we we look at what we've done. We look at how we did it. We always look at what we could have done better and how we can improve things. And that's across the board. That's through camera shots. It's through pre-produced items. It's it's through everything that we do. We always strive to be better. We never want to sit still. Um, and with the way technology is evolving as well, we're always looking at how we can take that next step, how we can deliver information in a better way. You know, one thing we talk about is, you know, there's, there's kind of two ways that you can watch sports TV. And, and we, both of us would have done this. Uh, you know, you've got the people who are watching in a pub with no sound on. And you kind of want to be able to deliver the, the key information. So if you're sitting and having a, a drink with your friends at the pub, you still know what's going on in the race with the graphics on screen. And then you've got your viewers at home and, and quite often at home, you might watch with family or friends. You've really got to cater to a wide market of those who know the ins and outs of sports uh, completely and those who are new to it. So it's um, we're, we're looking at how we deliver the information. Uh, and as I mentioned, how we deliver extra information to to really show people all the exertions of the cars, the drivers and, and the tactics behind it. It's not you know, not just a car race where you set off from the start line, you race around for 10 laps and you finish. There's so much more to that. It, it really is a team game. Uh, and we're always in the best ways we can deliver that information through graphics, through commentary, through pit updates. Um, and, and as I, technology moves so quickly that, you know, we're looking at things for next year already. And I've got no doubt that by the time we finish in Adelaide, there'll be updates on the technology we're already discussing to try and enhance what we're doing now. That jazz. <laughs> well, if I told you now and the updates happened, I couldn't. But look, we're we're always looking at ways we can, um, you know, we can improve the delivery of things. You know, be it through team radio or through you know how we monitor things in pit lane to deliver more up to date um, information. I think you know, whilst nothing's locked in for next year, and there's things we could speculate on. You know, I never really want to go and get too far ahead, particularly. With Bathurst almost upon us, you know, we're, we're always looking at new technology and how we can improve what we've got. What we have is a very, very, very good base that we deliver week in, week out. And, and as we constantly do, we always look at 1% as how can we improve one area by 1%? How can we tweak that to improve that by 1%? Um, so whilst not going into specifics, we are always looking at developments, uh, both technologically and editorially. Well, undoubtedly, you're probably satisfying the the bigger, broad audience, uh, which is quite vast in terms of who watches the broadcast, particularly when it goes live free to air on seven. But the hardcore fans, they're mm. a tough crowd, aren't they? Oh, they are, and that you know they're they're a tough crowd because they're passionate, and that's that's the great thing. We have passionate fans who love the sport and live and breathe the sport. And I wouldn't want to change that one little bit. Um, you're absolutely right. You know, sometimes 
you know, we, we, we have to cater for a broad audience. I think that's where the likes of Mark Larkin really come into their element, that the way Larko can break down a topic into a way, uh, and we always talk about this being, it, it's got to be understandable for everybody. And, and yeah, Larko never dumbs down anything, but he does it in a way where the absolute, you know, nailed on fan who loves the technical side of things and, and knows the ins and outs of how a car works will still get something out of it compared to an occasional viewer, like you said, who's tuned tunes in once a year to the Bathurst broadcast. Um, he breaks it down in a way that caters for both. So that's something we're very aware of, particularly at Bathurst, as we know, you know, it's, it's the one race that, that we do get a lot of annual viewers for. Uh, and why not? It's the biggest race of them all. But we're, you know, Larko does it in such a way to deliver information um, that caters for both. And we're always, you know, wary as well in every broadcast that we can't presume knowledge. We can't presume that people know what has already happened. So there's always that in the back of our minds that we're catering for for, for everybody. Uh, with, you know, and we, we never forget, you know, excuse me, never forget that loyal fan who's with us every step of the way. You say that. But the constant fan criticism is that the commentary, particularly, is way too insider. It's a boys' club, jokes and all that. Do you do you take fan criticism on board? Can and can you? Well, haven't so far, but can you dial it back? We do listen, and yes, we 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 do dial back. And at times, you know, there's there's elements where we, we do make changes. Like I say, we're always looking at how we can improve, and, and we're, we're not a closed book. We're not blinkered to our approach to how we do things. So, yeah, we, we do take advice, and even if it's criticism, we do listen. We look at how we can do things better always. Well, despite, you know, division among the fans, maybe, you do have a very strong lineup, And, look, you know, not wishing anyone out of a job, but long term, there does seem to be a succession plan. You know, Garth, Stan Garth Tander is a standout, and so is Chad Nalon. Yeah, we're 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 really lucky with the team that we have, um, with their skills and and what they bring to the broadcast. Um, you know, between the crew that we have, the race wins, the um, you know the championships, the knowledge the experience that they have not just at Bathurst but across the motorsporting industry is fantastic we're really lucky to, to have those people as part of our team and to be able to deliver the information they do uh, you know I'm, I'm feel really lucky to have every single one of those people on the team uh, they do a great job and um, you know there's, there's certainly times where they make my job a, a heck of a lot easier because of as I mentioned the knowledge and experience they have and in your extensive lineup, of course, you have well, the absolute legend in V8 racing, Craig Lowndes. I've always maintained that Craig could stand there and recite Mary Had a Little Lamb and the fans would be fascinated. So he's obviously a long-term asset as well. Yeah, well, you're absolutely right. Lowndes he is one of those people who, um, if he could, he'd still be standing at uh, the back of the pits at Bathurst from last year, signing autographs for everybody. Um, the time he has for people is incredible. The reaction that people have for Lowndes is incredible. Um, I, I've never seen a person have such great interaction with with fans 
that a race track I've had to walk into places. It's taken us 20 minutes longer than I anticipated. Um, and I, I still, uh, I it's fantastic to watch his interaction with the fans and see how much the fans still love him. And of course, it must be pointed out in these days of inclusiveness that your coverage is anchored by Jessica Yates, who is a sports broadcaster extraordinaire by any measure. And in the pit lane, just back as a new mother is Brianna Crean. So there's progress being made there. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, you know, we don't pick people because of what sex they are. You know, Jess does an incredible job um, with anchoring the broadcast. She's a phenomenal broadcaster. And you see that through the diversity of roles which she takes up at, at, at Fox Sports. I mean, hosting the Dally M's um, earlier this week. Um, then rolls into Bathurst next week. You know, the, her knowledge of the sport of broadcasting is invaluable for us. And she is also the glue that brings all the other members of the broadcast team together. Um, editorially, she's incredibly strong. And uh, the relationship she has with teams and drivers up and down pit lane is fantastic. And a lot of respect for her there, which is which is awesome. And for Rihanna, who is in pit lane, as, you know, as you mentioned, you know, um, Having her back at Sandown was fantastic. How she performed her duties whilst having such a uh, a young uh, baby as a new addition to the family for her and Will was was outstanding. And uh, you know how she juggles everything there is incredible as well. And uh, you know we're, we're we're very very honoured to have them both as part of the team. As you say, people on the broadcast are, shall we say, fit for purpose. They qualify because what they do is excellent, but it's a changing world. You have to diversify and you have to be more inclusive, don't you? Well, yeah. I mean, there's, you, know, you see that across the world in not just broadcasting, you know, in every industry, but, um, you know, we're, we're really lucky, like I say, to have such a, uh, a well-qualified and, you know, the best person for the job to, to anchor the coverage with Jess and, um, and Rihanna, who's got vast experience, um, patrolling pit lane for the broadcast and a, and, a, and a fantastic knowledge of the sport as well. Um, so, like I say, we're, we're very lucky to have those two as part of the team. Okay, back to Bathurst, the big one. Yeah. We talked earlier about broadcast innovations and, well, for a start, just to reinforce, uh, uh, would I be right in saying that this will be the biggest Bathurst coverage ever? I think we say that every year because we like to uh, to build it up. But I mean, you know, you'll see every session live on Fox Sports, and then Friday, Saturday, Sunday on Seven. Um, we are always looking on how we can do things bigger and better. Uh, you'll see a first view from the driver's eye helmet camera at, at Bathurst this year, which will be quite a unique view of the mountain that we won't have seen before. So there's a few things. Um, that, that we'll see and a few things that I'll keep up my sleeve, but we, we, we certainly, you know, we try to go bigger and better every year. Um, we, we're always looking to do things better, like I said. So, you know, if you want to say bigger and biggest and, and best, well, look, we always try to be that. I will. I will declare it. <laughs> the That's the headline, is it? Yep. Biggest <laughs> Bathurst broadcast ever. And, um, well, it, it's interesting, you know, supercars, well, motorsport in general actually dominates Fox Sports. 
you know, despite all the criticism that, you know, limited access because it's pay TV and all that. But my understanding has been for some time that motorsport overall is Fox Sports' biggest property. But it's still, David, reassure me you know, as a senior citizen that free TV is not dead, is it? You still get huge ratings when seven chimes in. Well, that's right. I mean, you know, if you go back to what we talked about earlier, folks, you know, Bathurst is the, you know, it's it's one of those biggest events on the sporting calendar and, and you know, seven joiners for Bathurst, you know, throughout the year on Fox Sports, um, you know, we're, we're a big asset for Fox Sports and, and we love our relationship with Fox Sports. Um, and then when combined with seven at, at the great race, you know, without doubt, you know, that, it's one of those occasions. It's one of those sporting occasions where a lot of people do watch who might not watch the rest of the year. So yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, you know, people watch on lots of platforms this day and and these days. Sorry, and and free to air is definitely still one of them. And you you, you alluded to this earlier. The you know, some of the greats of sport Australian sporting commentary have featured on the Bathurst One Thousand coverage and. One of those, Gary Wilkinson, ex the Seven Network back in the glory days in the eighties and early nineties, will be honoured at Bathurst. Um, he's being inducted into the Supercars Media Hall of Fame. It just reinforces the legacy of this event, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely right. Uh, you know that that kind of you know summarises exactly what I spoke about earlier. That you know. It's not just the drivers, like you said, from watching on the, you know, the TV back in your own home you know, years ago. It, it wasn't just the people in the cars. It was the people in front of cameras. It was the voices that you heard describing what was going on. And, and as with many big global sporting events, they're as much part of the folklore as, as the drivers and, and indeed the cars as well. So it's, uh, it's great that... Um, Gary's been honoured in that way. I think it's magnificent and, and no better place to do it either than Bathurst. Indeed not. Well, it is always an exciting week coming up and you're going to be in the middle of it and uh, you, you'll be pretty busy. So, David Tunnicliffe, boss of Supercars Broadcasting, thanks for your time and... We'll look forward to seeing the results of your labours next week. Thanks, folks. Appreciate that, mate. Thank you. I'll see you at the mountain. That's it for now. I'll be back late on Monday with all the latest breaking news on the Speed Cafe newscast. In the meantime, full coverage of racing around the globe on speedcafe.com. And don't forget the latest grassroots racing podcast featuring Holden TCM racer Brett Hulden. Plus, of course, the Lacometer next Wednesday, headlining our 60th anniversary Bathurst 1000 preview. It'll be a big, big show. I'm Mark Fogarty. Thanks for listening. You've just listened to a Speed Cafe Pod Hub production. 